My little mojitos, welcome to this fucking guy podcast about self care. If self care is one long scream into the void, here is where we use expletives and alcohol to emotionally process the creeps, jerks, and p words that compose the shitty elevator music of our lives. I am climbing out of the Christmas vortex, Ren Martinez, and I have decided to live in the Hanukkah black hole forever, Ginger Golub. I don't blame you. The food is great. The food is better, dare I say. I mean, so I haven't been to an actual like Hanukkah celebration. I've been like Hanukkah adjacent.、Mm-hmm. Um, What is Hanukkah adjacent? Mostly that I have, like, I've had friends who are Jewish and they're like, hey, I have a bunch of challah and like <laughs> bring it home.、Um, so my sister, Carrie, in college was rooming with a bunch of girls and one of them was Jewish. And this girl, I should prep by saying, because the story's a little mean, but I should、mm-hmm. prep by saying this girl thought. You also that, need to bleep your sister's name. Then, nah, it's fine.、Way. I'm just going to start calling、okay. her Carrie. It's not fun. There's too many sisters to not fucking give them names. <laughs> um, so this, this girl thought the ring in their toilet was, was just permanent, like, did not realize it was removable.、Ah. And, like, at one point caught Carrie. Like scrubbing it because you scrub a toilet.、Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh, like that's a, th- you can do that. And she was like, Yeah, like you clean the toilet. And straight up, this girl's like, I've always had maids do it. So this works. And like, <laughs> that's a look. <laughs> like, just, I wanted to preface who this person was. So she was having Passover and she was, you know, she invited the roommates to, to enjoy Passover with her. And Carrie、uh, decided to be a little bit of a dick because、uh, Homegirl was like, So we put the glass of wine outside the door or whatever it is. It's like a, I think it's a glass of wine or like a glass of something. I, I mean, I've, I've been embroiled in it for several years. I don't recall a glass of wine being outside a door. I remember lots of wine, but keep going. So she was like, we put a glass of wine outside the door. So when the Messiah walks by, he can partake of this glass and continue doing his Messiah thing. And Carrie starts going, Oh, you mean Jesus? <laughs> and, and the girl's like, No, I don't mean Jesus. She's like, No, but you mean Jesus though. Like, I mean, that's the only one I know. <laughs> Just like, again, just being a real asshole. And it was just really funny because girl got really, she was like, I can't believe you would say those things. And she's like, I can't believe you wouldn't clean the toilet. <laughs> so now we're even. Well, well, and I, I'm going to issue this out into the void.、Um, Jewish listeners, including DJ, if you are up to date,、uh, why don't you tweet at us and tell us if Leaving a glass of wine outside the door for the Messiah is even a thing because that sounds wild to me. And I've attended several Passover I celebrations. Mean, again, this is from my sister's like sophomore college roommate situation, which was like a decade and a half ago. And I got that story second. I don't fucking know what happened. All I know <laughs> is that Carrie was joking about Jesus being the Messiah and pissed off homegirl who didn't know what fucking scrub bubbles were. Okay. <laughs> I'm probably wrong, but it's still a funny story. It's still a funny story. <laughs> so, is there anything that you need to scream into the void? You know, I need to, in lieu of screaming into the void, I need to humble myself right on down to the corrections corner、hmm. and make a correction from our last episode, Christmas Carnage.、Uh, in that episode, I erroneously stated that my fucking 16th great grandmother or whatever, Janet, you might know her as fucking Janet. Fucking Janet. Fucking Janet. Almost the title of that episode.、Um, that I mentioned that fucking Janet looked a whole lot like Eddie Izzard. I was wrong. I was thinking of Eric Idle. <laughs> I mean, almost, same initials, almost, got it? It's the same initials. It's like British comedians. I understand where I went wrong, but I just want people to be picturing this. Accurately. 
I mean, I, I mean, I think you're very good at the description, so I appreciate the dedication to specificity. Um, I'm going to look up a picture of this lady. I'm sorry. This is just happening now. Um, oh, woof. <laughs> woof! But am I wrong about Eric Idle? Oh, you're not wrong. Dead ringer. Dead ringer. Eric Idle, with a particularly bushy brow. Mm-hmm. Like, I appreciate Janet, like, doing the block brows, like, back in the day. A real trailblazer here. I mean, it's not a Lily Collins bold brow. It is a, my father, who when he hit 60, the eyebrows started to try to escape and just got progressively longer and farther <laughs> away from his eyes. It's also a very strong widow's peak. Like, very strong. And yet, briefly a mistress of King Henry II of France. Again, Janet had her all over teeth. So, you know, <laughs> she was at the top of the list. Yeah, portrait was painted by somebody she, like, did not tip. Anyway. <laughs> that is, I can't remember where I was reading it, but someone was talking about, like, oh my gosh, why can't we just use natural, like, natural skincare products? Like, go back, you know, and, and like, stop eating all these chemicals and just, like, eat, you know, bread and wine and, you know, sunlight or whatever we go back to the middle ages when we were so healthy right when we were so healthy because like oh my god look at the skin on these renaissance ladies like they have beautiful skin i'm like they were paying people to paint them like <laughs> like they those have aren't photos jessica <laughs> like they didn't have filters you just did not paint the pockmarks like you just avoided them the artist was the filter exactly like and, you know, again, like, death rates back then. Woof. Yeah. You know, all of that lead-based skincare. Mm, right around the eyes. Mm -hmm. Give me that eyeliner, that coal with the lead right in it. Be up there. there still is, though. Like, that still exists. So on that note, I think it's time for some therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to think about that anymore. So why don't you tell me... Why don't you tell me about this fucking guy? <sighs> so I really wasn't quite sure what to do with this episode. <laughs> Strong start. Just to preface. Um, I had a holiday episode drafted up. Okay. Wasn't, but we wasn't able to record it. So, you know, that that's on. That'll be for next year, I guess. Well, it'll be in the archives for next year. Um, and then it was a matter of brainstorming who I was going to talk about because, like, there's so many dick weasels that, like, I could talk about so many of them. And Honestly, it's almost New Year's, and I am let tired and want to take a nap. So, <laughs> millennials will get that reference. Um, but first, fires and missiles. <laughs> so, sort of this process, it really made me think of who the real villain is in all of this. The man behind the curtain. The killer behind the mask. The one who took all of our hopes and dreams and... Crush them with all 365 fingers. Hey, Ginger, you heard of the year 2020? Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say Mitch McConnell, which, like, same diff. Oh, no, like, you know, this year of our Lord, 2020. I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> call it that. That's going to get you struck by lightning. Because uh, it's been a, it's been a real dumpster fire of a year, hasn't it? From pandemics to presidential elections, everything feels like eons have passed, like centuries upon centuries, and we're that old knight at the end of the last crusade. Yeah. Just waiting for someone to poison themselves. <laughs> but also, it feels like all those terrible things are happening right now, like always unfolding all the time. You live here now, there is no escape. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. So, I thought... I would do a little recap of 2020 to remind us all of the things that happened that we promptly forgot about because our <laughs> brains can only hold so much more information. We only have so much energy. Only so much. <laughs> so we're going to go through the highs, the lows, the lower lows, and the holy fuck, we're in the basement. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. So let's, you know, start off light. Mm. In January of 2020, 
Prince Harry and Meghan Markle stepped down as senior members of the British royal family. Really just in the nick of time. A shocking event that was, of course, branded Megxit. <laughs> yeah, because he had fucking nothing to do with it, I'm sure. Well, I mean, admittedly, I don't blame her. Like, the British tabloids essentially were like, how could a black lady ever end up in Buckingham? Let's constantly harass her. So, you know, they gave the finger to the queen and they fucked off to Canada for a while. Mm-hmm. Which honestly, like, mood. Mm. <laughs> From December 2019 and into January 2020, actually even further into uh, 2020, but January kind of heralded in, um, Australia experienced one of its most devastating wildfire seasons. Oh, God, that was this year? That was this year. Jesus. The bushfires burned a record 47 million acres, destroyed over 5,900 buildings, displaced thousands, and killed at least 34 people. Nearly 3 billion animals were affected, and some endangered species were likely driven to extinction. By just the 2nd of January, I love that you're pouring even more wine in. Just like, I'm going to need a bigger glass. It's mulberry cider, but yeah. By just January 2nd, NASA had estimated that 337 million tons of carbon dioxide had been emitted into the atmosphere, which was already doing great, as we know. And that resulting smoke traveled all the way across the South Pacific to Chile and Argentina. <sighs> Remember that happened? <laughs> yeah. It reminded me, I, I'm sure you saw it, there was a video that went around, I think it was like April, where a comedian was like visiting her past self, and the past self was like talking about the Australian bushfires are going to be a thing we talk about all year, and the, past, and the future self was like, no, it ain't. <laughs> no one even remembered that. And it's true. <clears throat> On January 3rd, a U.S. drone strike at Baghdad International Airport killed Iranian General Qasem Soleimani and Iraqi paramilitary leader Abu Mahdi al-Muhandis, escalating the already tense Persian Gulf crisis. Do you remember when we almost went to war with Iran? Because that was January. We almost went to war with Iran. Why the fuck did we do that? Oh, Trump was mad about stuff. The Iranians vowed revenge. Trump said some dumb shit. And regardless, the world did not end in nuclear fallout. So, you know. I mean. Blessing or curse. Here. Exactly. Here in December, we're not so sure how much we are grateful for that. Yeah. On January 9th. The World Health Organization announced that a new pathogen named coronavirus had emerged in Wuhan, China. That was the end of it. Yep. Never heard from again. Never heard from again. Just a really little, just a little like blurb at the bottom that, of the page. I thought that was December 2019. Was that not until January? So it, it was discovered in China in December. They were talking about in China. It was when the World Health Organization like announced like... Because I still remember, I think we were even driving to your house, and this was in the before times with a friend of the show, Chris, uh, and he was, he is, he decided to go all in on Pandemic Watch, and I was just like, okay, buddy. He's like, did you hear about this thing in China? And I'm like, yeah, I don't think we need to worry about it. He's like, you're going to have to cancel your wedding. And I'm like, okay, dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> twice dude chris is totally a cassandra figure but like stoned a lot yeah <laughs> cassandra but with weed <laughs> which honestly if i was her like that's all i would do is smoke yeah, weed every day right um i mean i cited all this i think again it has to do with official announcements versus blah blah blah, blah. um in january no specific date the worst locust swarm in decades descended upon East Africa, decimating crops and increasing food scarcity. Did I even hear about this? I don't know. Probably not. So many things were happening. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's actually the end times. Like, it's the end times. Yeah. After hitting, like, six critical roles to dodge doing her job, Nancy Pelosi, lawful evil human warlock... <laughs> Finally failed an athletics check. 
and had to formally impeach President Trump. That trial began on January 16th. Jesus Christ. Yeah, remember that happened this year. I, that happened I, this year. I vaguely remember that being this year, but also remember it being last year and remembering it being the year before. Time has dilated on mm-hmm. itself. It's like it's like my cats when they've had catnip, like just full pupil at this point. So to remind everybody, the charges were abuse of power and obstruction of justice after Trump starred in a very poorly done remake of The Godfather with Ukraine. <laughs> Someday, and that day may never come, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Specifically. <laughs> specifically this specifically service. Specifically this thing, though. And specifically um, this time, I am calling on you to do this right now. Right now. It's a much worse remake. <laughs> anyway, the Republicans failed to even pretend this was legitimate. Blocking all subpoenas to introduce testimony from relevant people mm-hmm. and any other relevant documents that could have anything to do with these very relevant charges, because that would be relevant. Um, the prosecution had things like facts and evidence. The defense had things like shouting Hunter Biden and then ducking out of sight really quickly. Uh, John Bolton's book was called The Room Where It Happened, because who doesn't love Hamilton? Hey, I guess Lin-Manuel Miranda didn't get that cease and desist going. I think it happened afterwards. I think the publisher, like the, I don't know who owns the rights to Hamilton, but eventually they were like, bruh, come on. Like, I know it's a meme, but like, not for you. I am going to real quick take off this sweater because it's about 75 degrees. Don't fuck up your back by taking off your sweater. That would be a tragedy. <laughs> I have like torn my rotator cuff. In addition to all the other stuff wrong with me. Um, I do this thing where involuntarily when I'm sleeping, I tend to sandwich my arm, always my right arm in between my legs and just kind of then sleep, shake it out of socket. Uh Uh-huh. Have you, have you thought about not doing that? I, I think that I'm going to have to start sleeping in the straight jacket. I think that that's sort of the option available to us. Uh, my sister Sarah used to be a big thumb sucker, like all the way to like fourth and fifth grade, and they were like, "This probably isn't cute anymore." Um, and so they gave they gave her a long sleeve shirt that they sewed the cuffs. It was like one of my dad's, and they sewed the cuffs, <laughs> and so that's where that's how she would go to sleep. But then her arm would wriggle out, and she would. <laughs> so anyway, the shit show that was that impeachment trial finally ended on February fifth with Trump acquitted on all counts and Mitt Romney becoming a leftist icon. Mm. What? Well, he was the only Republican to vote. Yeah, he he maybe did do that. The only one. You know that he was doing that while just going, oink, to camera. But this after doesn't that, matter. a bunch of, like, liberals were like oh my god Mitt Romney is like so into the people and like he's so like good for this country and like he's a you know he's like our next Che Guevara like okay oh Mitt Romney I was thinking Mitch McConnell oh no 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 which is why I was so confused yeah now I remember that Mitt Romney did that but I also keep forgetting that Mitt Romney's a person um (laughs) and to be fair so does Mitt Romney hmm Because Americans are not the only people who can make terrible decisions, the United Kingdom finally followed through on Brexit and officially left the European Union on January 31st. Did they? Because it feels like they're still working on that. No, they've officially left. It's just they hadn't figured out anything when they left. It's like you're at a house party and somebody leaves the apartment, but they're just standing in the lobby. Yeah, essentially. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, yeah, the whole, I mean, Brexit's a clusterfuck, and I am not an expert on it, but it was basically like, well, we're we're going to leave if you're not nice to us, because you're not nice to us now. And they're like, we're treat you like everybody else. No! You have to give me more things, or I'll leave. And they're like, okay, bye. No, no, but I'll, but I'll leave. I'll leave, though. Like, okay. But I'll leave. <laughs> And then they left. Um, unfortunately, you know, that portmanteau is going to last another decade. Yeah. There's going to be Brexits, Megxits, Exits, Vexits, Wexits. Yeah, it's either gate or sit. Yep. It will never end. To get into February, 
On February 2nd, Shakira and Jennifer Lopez performed the Super Bowl halftime show. I remember talking about that on the Scream Into the Void about just all of the all of the men who have never had sex rage tweeting. <laughs> Ladies with with glitter and and legs and and no man around. Oh. There was singing and there was dancing and there were legs for days. Honestly, they fucking killed it. They it was did. fucking Mm. great but no one remembers it because it's before time no (laughs) i think they're both like i'm pretty sure both of them are like 52 and i'm like man i'm 32 and i'm falling apart yeah j-lo's definitely 50 i think shakira's like maybe in her 40s but still again both of them could crack my skulls with their thighs and i can barely walk up a set of stairs shakira j-lo if you're listening my last request tweet Tweet at us. I will DM you my address and you can come here and follow through. Mm-hmm. I'll die happy. I mean, what a way to go. Also, something else no one remembers, kind of, again, lighthearted. South Korea's Parasite, a movie about the horror show that is late stage capitalism, swept the Oscars, winning Best Picture, Best Director, Best Original Screenplay, and Best International Feature Film. This made people very angry because of the usual racist reasons. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Oscars used to be a thing. I know they talk about award shows now, but I'm like, those don't happen anymore. It's the end times. Yeah, I don't know, like, what they're even going to present at next year's Oscars. Like, three movies came out. And honestly, there is nothing less appealing than seeing a bunch of rich assholes who have been hanging out in their mansions this whole time singing like you know imagine fucking what the fuck is it it was imagine you know the, the john lennon song imagine, it was imagine. And like oh yeah things are so great you're gonna listen um, back to this and you're gonna be like prancing around in fucking five thousand dollar dresses on stage to be like here's this movie that none of you could afford or be safe enough to see can you still hear me at all Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening back to this, it appears that Ren's headphones died, which is why she didn't hear me screaming Imagine 17 times. This is going to be real fun for her to edit. Hello? Está bien? Can you hear? I can hear now. It just shut the fuck off for no reason. You're going to have a lot of super fun surprises when you get that audio back. Mostly just me screaming Imagine at you about 14 times. Imagine all the people living in my $2 million mansion. But no, because I would get the police to get you out. Yeah. Yeah. So to continue on, Hmm. on February 3rd through 7th, the Democratic primaries held the Iowa caucuses. Fuck me. That wasn't in like 2018. Nope. That doesn't even feel like it was last year. Nope. February was the Iowa caucuses, and I say the 3rd through the 7th because voting via crowd placement in a large warehouse is a really dumb fucking idea of how to vote. And so the inconsistencies made the whole thing a wash. And you know it was because the results show that Pete Buttigieg, plenty bold himself, was in the lead. Yeah. I remember those days. It was a complete embarrassment for the Democratic Party, which, you know, is nothing out of the ordinary. And the primaries would continue for another 84 years. Yeah. A Hunger Games involving people who think the price of a banana is $10 and don't understand the question and will not respond to it. (laughs) They are all Lucille Bluth. All of them. Except maybe Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is probably... trying to think of Arrested Development. Who would be on that show? He would be maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of Jewish rage there. (laughs) (laughs) great hair great hair um the state of the union was on february 4th and during this the speech nancy pelosi ripped up her copy of the speech that's all that happened but it was like a moment at the time there was a lot of like yas queens about it Mm. yeah Oh, fuck. This was the year that 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 meme that was Nancy Pelosi, uh, but somebody superimposed a little tiny monkey getting its hair cut on top of the stuff that. mm. 
So that was a moment. Um, on February 13th, the first episode of Love is Blind aired on Netflix. Oh. Oh, Love is Blind. Predicting the upcoming horror that is social distance dating. <laughs> Stunningly prescient. Prescient? Prescient. Also, Jessica is the worst, apparently. I, do, I don't know where Jessica is. I hope she's okay. I didn't watch the show, but what I remember is that Jessica was the worst. What I remember is Jessica's an alcoholic. <laughs> the rest of the year did not improve the odds of her not being an alcoholic. No. I looked it up to make sure when the first episode came out, and two of the couples are married and still together. There were only two couples that got married, so I guess they're still oh. together. Well, they're still together. That's nice. I don't know. Again, I didn't watch the show. <laughs> Why not? You need to get on the hot reality garbage. It is the only way I can escape or feel My things. hot reality garbage is from like 10 years ago. I like watching Super Nanny. I like watching Trading Spouses. Like, my favorite is that, that Christian lady in the all black who's like, she's not a Christian! <laughs> dark-sided! Everything was dark-sided! Gargoyles! Psychics! Do you not know this? I don't. Oh my, okay. So, first YouTube episode of this fucking guy. It's gonna be Ginger and Ren Reacts, and it's gonna be this episode. Um, on February 23rd, because not all things are bad. Hollywood mogul and sexual predator Harvey Weinstein was convicted of raping an aspiring actress and sexually abusing a TV and film production assistant. The now convicted sexual predator mm. Harvey Weinstein was later sentenced to 23 years in prison. So not all bad. I mean, not all bad. I know it's going to like I know it's a cushy prison. I know ultimately it means very little, but just having the words convicted sex offender mm. preceding his name really mm. do make me feel better about some things. So that coronavirus thing I mentioned earlier oh. wasn't a one-off, um, apparently. No? Um, on March 11th, the World Health Organization declared the coronavirus outbreak a pandemic. Numerous countries went into lockdown as the disease swept the globe, triggering a global recession. The Dow Jones Industrial Average suffered its worst single-day point drop ever on March 9th, which is something that only people with money care about. Yeah. At the end of the month, nearly 60,000 cases were reported around the world. That's such a low number now. It, mm. Hmm. Those were the days. <laughs> Those were the days, my friend. We thought they'd never end. You and I have very different points of reference. That's why we make a beautiful casserole to bring to this potluck. Mm. Um, well, luckily, Netflix gave us a great way to begin our quarantines, because on March 20th, Tiger King premiered. Tiger King. And no one would Tiger shut King. up about it for like three months. <laughs> Well, you wouldn't have minded so much if you had fucking watched Tiger I King. I still haven't watched it. <laughs> I know you still haven't. I get it. He's gay. There's big cats. And a lady murdered her shit husband. Like, I get it. Eh. <laughs> Only four weeks into quarantine, and we were already raging with cabin fever and incredibly horny. Mm. In late March, the... Horny for Cuomo movement became a thing. The what? Of course you know him. I'm talking about Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York and winner of doing the bare minimum to keep everyone from dying. He looks like a salami. He is a salami. He is a salami personified as a man. The fact that this this man kept his constituents, you know, updated on the pandemic thing and wasn't, like, actively betting on their imminent demise, made him the height of sexual energy. Oh, God. Folks all over the internet were all about it. Like, celebrities like Chelsea Handler were all up in it, and one Twitter user declared herself Cuomo-sexual. I have brought this to you. You're welcome. No, thank you. No, thank you. Did you bring a gift receipt? On April 1st, Literal news articles from literal news sites came out debating whether Governor Cuomo had nipple piercings. He doesn't, apparently. <laughs> 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 
more cider, more cider. It is only March. <laughs> Fuck me. I thought you said April. Uh-huh. Well, that was April 1st. Actually, no, you're right. We are in April now. So April Fool's, ha, we're in April. Fool me once. Speaking of rumors, there was some other hot goss in April. Particularly that Kim Jong-un, the North Korean Supreme Leader and longtime contestants on Who Wants to Be a Fascist, was dead. Like deceased, like Dunzo, like pfft. How's that going? Well, this went on for weeks, only stalling when he seemed he seemed to appear at several events. So they're like, I guess he's not dead. Um, but then later, someone leaked that those appearances had been faked. And he... The Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> Admittedly, this is how shitty Americans are. If you put another random Korean guy instead of it was Kim Jong-un, they wouldn't fucking know the difference. You wouldn't even have to try. Like, you could put <laughs> BTS just in one giant gray suit and be like, it's Kim Jong-un. Just, and most of the Midwest would be like, yeah, this seems legit. Just stack them on top of each other with a trench coat. <laughs> a 12-foot tall Kim Jong-un. <laughs> So apparently he's been in a coma for several months. I mean, who fucking knows what's happening? But probably in a coma. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe he's living on the moon. I don't fucking know. But even worse connected to this with this idea that, you know, if he's in a coma or dead, like, who's going to be the next dictator? Um, Fucking Weeb started simping for Kim Yo-jung, who is Jong-un's younger sister. It started, like, doing fucking, like, fan casts and fan art of her like as an adorable little anime girl with like a little piece of toast in her mouth running why i'm sure towards her next public execution jesus christ honestly humanity's sins cannot be erased no (laughs) cleanse it with fire we all deserve to die (laughs) on april 8th bernie sanders the angry jewish man of my heart suspended his presidential campaign. And on April 13th, he officially endorsed Joseph Robinette Biden, making it clear that Joe Biden was the presumptive presidential nominee. Could have been worse. Could have been Tulsi Gabbard, she of the surf cult. Hey, please, please do her soon. Or fucking Michael Bloomberg. That happened this year. Fucking Michael Bloomberg. <laughs> We did two episodes Jesus about him. Christ. You should listen to it. He's might be the worst person I've ever talked about. That it can't be right, but I'm also trying. You did Matt Gates. Uh, well, the thing is, is Matt Gates is still young and hasn't ruined as many things as he's touched. He hasn't pupated. Yeah. And Michael Bloomberg has had decades to ruin everything he touches. So cumulatively. Jesus Christ. Um, on April 30th, armed protesters who were very, very angry that their bangs had not been trimmed stormed Michigan State Capitol. Anti-quarantine protests erupted across the nation. We did a whole episode about it. Go listen to it. <laughs> this was so long ago. There were, there were flowers <laughs> on the trees. On May 4th, murder hornets arrived in the U.S. Oh, fuck's sake. Because of course they did. I mean, we got locusts, we got murder hornets. As far as I'm concerned at this point, not enough people have been murdered by the (laughs) hornets. I was promised a greater number of murders. Honestly, let's get rid of Mitch McConnell. I will keep the murder hornets in exchange. Like, because if I'm thinking about the relative damage. Yeah. No, I I would just, I can deal with assault from, like, flying killer bees can't i can't put up with his his little, like mag yeah his his magnified eyes like the creature from pan's labyrinth and his little i'm a little stinker <laughs> smile after every like human right he tramples over gross <clears throat> um also in may a bolivian orchestra was trapped in a german castle surrounded by wolves they what this is a thing <laughs> How did this not even make the fucking news? What is this year? Okay, so mostly they were trapped by the pandemic, but there were wolves, okay? So it's this orchestra from Bolivia. They're, like, touring Europe. 
They're stranded due to the lockdown, so they find refuge in Rheinsberg Palace, a 600-year-old castle located about an hour and a half outside Berlin, and whose grounds and surrounding woodland are also home to more than a dozen packs of wolves. Still sounds idyllic to me. On May 25th, George Floyd was killed in Minneapolis, Minnesota, while being arrested for, allegedly, using a counterfeit bill. Floyd's murder sparked worldwide protests against police brutality, police racism, and lack of police accountability, with estimated 15 to 26 million people participating in over 2,000 cities in the U.S. and around the world, making this specifically the largest movement in American history. This was like the one kind of good thing to come out of this year was just being able to watch and be part of that groundswell. Although, Jesus Christ, everything that had to happen to bring that about. And then all of the atrocities that happened Mm. as a result Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. by the police. I'm sure you're about to get into this. Well, these. actually, not this specifically, because the problem is there's so many different things that happened this year so that many. it's hard to uh, give a good detailed account of all of them. So now we're going to go to Russia. On June 6th, uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin called a state of emergency when a fuel tank by a power plant in the Arctic Circle collapsed, spilling 20,000 tons of fuel into the local river. I swear I have never heard this I never heard of the Bolivian Orchestra and the Wolves, so. (laughs) Well, that's more of a human interest piece than a who's going to, who's going to extract the Bolivian Orchestra from the Wolf (laughs) Castle. On June 25th, the WHO reported the first rise in coronavirus cases in Europe since reopening after the lockdown with an estimated 20,000 cases and 700 deaths being reported each day around the globe. Also on June 25th, a court ruled that President Bolsonaro of Brazil was required to wear a mask out in public. I thought that was pretty fucking funny. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck you, dude. God. Wear a fucking mask. Also, also on June 25th, uh, Russian voters totally not under knife point or anything, backed a constitutional amendment that, among other things, enabled President Putin to seek two further six-year terms when his current term ends in 2024. This means that Vlad could remain in power until 2036. Until we're all dead. Yup, yup. So I expect a lot more shirtless horseback riding portraits in our future. You know, and more torture and murder to support his authoritarian rule. But speaking of authoritarian rule, (laughs) on June 30th, China officially passed a new national security law, which affected Hong Kong through a loophole in its constitution. Which is cool. Because of that loophole, China will now be able to enforce these four laws, which are secession, subversion against the central Chinese government, terrorist activities, and collusion with foreign forces to endanger national security. Mm. But again, I'm sure these laws are very legitimately in the interest of national security and not at all to crush democracy or violently squash dissent and protesters are already being arrested. Shrug emoji. Who could have guessed? <sighs> On July 2nd, the FBI arrested British socialite Ghislaine Maxwell on multiple charges related to the serial sexual abuse of girls and young women by Jeffrey Epstein, a man who probably, maybe definitely didn't commit suicide in jail. I definitely thought that, like, they were just going to find her body in Siberia after, like, five years, just like a skeleton. So this was... Surprising, mm-hmm. but good news. The indictment focuses on a years-long period in the 1990s when it says Maxwell was in an intimate relationship with Epstein and also was paid by Epstein to manage his various properties, which, in this case, I'm guessing properties means 14-year-olds on ketamine. Mm. Mm. She recently spoke about, out about her treatment while incarcerated, calling jail oppressive. <laughs> which, like... <laughs> Which, like, I guess, but, like, also, fuck you. Yeah. 
So on July 4th, our Independence Day, cue Bill Pullman's speech from Independence Day. Mm. Well, it marks an incredible day in American history because it was the day Kanye West announced his candidacy for President of the United States. Oh, God. Remember that day? Not even his wife voted for him. I don't think you could, other than no. writing him in. Um, one of his policy proposals included the development of an eco-village that he would call Birthday Lake. Okay. <laughs> okay, honey. Okay. Of course, you know, he missed filing deadlines to get on the ballot in, like, a bunch of states. And the Federal Election Commission kind of gave him just major side-eye the whole time. He was eventually endorsed by celebrities, um, including Chance the Rapper and Elon Musk. Oh, God. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that was during Elon Musk's, like, true chaotic evil. Honestly, this year uh, has not been great for Mr. Musk, and he's never great any year. <laughs> what What is it? Are we going to get into his child and what he named his child? Um, You mean he named his child Beep Boop Morp? <laughs> like, yeah. just a pfft noise. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> Come here. <pfft. laughs> um, on July 15th, several people got really into cryptocurrency, requesting donations in Bitcoin. These people were like Barack Obama, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, and Joe Biden. Were they? Were they? Turns out a group of hackers, yeah. allegedly spearheaded by some teenager in Florida, which makes it so much better, King, hacked into these accounts as part of a huge Bitcoin scam. I can't even be mad. <laughs> it's like such a 2020 thing. Like, oh, of course it happened this year. I admire that hustle. In July, the online retailer of very cute furniture that actually isn't nearly so cute in person, Wayfair, <laughs> became the victim of a false conspiracy theory and target of an internet crusade against child trafficking. Mm. A well-known QAnon activist tweeted out, about the unusually high price of storage cabinets. That, of course, couldn't be the result of a shitty algorithm, but whatever. And some of them had girls' names, like Naraya and Samia. And this, of course, meant that the pieces of furniture had children inside of them that you could purchase. Yeah. Just the inescapable conclusion. <laughs> what? I mean, this is like this, you know, this is part of an armoire-inspired trafficking ring. Like... Buy yourself a beautiful, like, wardrobe. Get yourself a child. I looked up these wardrobes. They are not a, especially, they're like literal meat lockers. Yeah, they they're are industrial. They're like industrial, they're like industrial metal cabinets. I also love that, like, when they saw these prices, which again, were because of a shitty algorithm, like $50,000 for a cabinet doesn't make any fucking sense. I get that. But it's like, they were like, oh my God, clearly they're, putting children in them and shipping them to you first of all i'm like are they are they like poking holes in the box how does that work <laughs> but like also wouldn't your first thought be drugs like this makes way more sense <laughs> well the conspiracy theory has died down a little bit in terms of like popular prominence it's not dead because it never dies um but wayfair did come out and say we are not child traffickers which is of course exactly what child traffickers would say <laughs> I feel like this is this is really one of the things that launched QAnon into the public consciousness. This and Pizzagate. Pizzagate, I feel like not a lot of people believed or knew about until it came to a head. This kind of never came to That's a head. True. Yeah, I mean, people were fucking sharing that hashtag save our children all over my Facebook. Oh, and I'm God. like, did y'all not pay attention to any of this shit? It's the kind of thing where, again, like... This is not us being pro-trafficking, but also being pro-correct statistics. Because um, it's like, I think one of the statistics is like 800,000 children are like trafficked every day or something ridiculous. And it's like, how many children do you think exist in America? Yeah. Four in every three children <laughs> will be trafficked. Ugh. Anyway, we need to continue on with this journey through this terrible year are we through july no, at least almost almost oh my god on july 19th chris wallace 
interviewed President Donald Trump on Fox News. During this interview, Trump said all the polls are fake, that he was definitely winning the election, oh, and that the U.S. had the lowest death toll in the world for coronavirus. I feel like he did not look up those numbers. And when he was told he was wrong, wrong, you're fucking wrong, Donald replied, well, I'll be right eventually. What? Yeah. But the most memeable of all of this was Trump bragging about acing a cognitive assessment back in 2018, <laughs> which had such questions like, what is that? And a picture of an elephant. <laughs> what does the cow go? And to sum up, person, woman, man, camera, TV. Do you remember that? <laughs> Am I the only one who remembers this meme? Vaguely. So this was also the same weekend. Ivanka Trump endorsed Goya beans. <laughs> if you remember this. Yes. Um, she had a tweet featuring her wearing yet another white blouse, emptily staring into the camera with a can of beans on the palm of her hand that said, C.S. Goya, tiene que ser bueno. Not only does this violate the Spanish language, it also violated government ethics rules. Yeah. So, there was only one important thing that happened in August. And that is the release of the eternal banger and supreme bop, WAP by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion? Named NPR's number one song of 2020. Well... Okay, so I, I will say that there was a massive explosion in Beirut that killed 190 people and deadly wildfires in California and the most active hurricane season on record. And Joe Biden announcing Kamala Harris as his running mate and becoming the Democratic presidential nominee. I said certified freak. Seven days a week. That's all that matters. Also, it gave us that really beautiful moment from Ben Shapiro. Yes, that we still have not taken out of our intro. Absolutely not, and we'll never. We'll never. So in September, coronavirus was still a thing. Oh. But parents really wanted to get their snot-nosed, German-fested cretins to go back to school. Teachers raised some concerns about the safety of this. Maybe legitimate ones. <laughs> Only time will tell. <laughs> time will tell. Um, this led to a hodgepodge rollout of virtual classrooms and in-school learning and even more fucking Zoom meetings. It's a mess. What could he do? On September 2nd, the U.S. announced that it would not join the WHO in an international search for the coronavirus vaccination. Because, of course, we won't. No. That would be helpful. Yeah. Why would we do that? Yeah. Uh, the Black Lives Matter movement continued its march, upsetting a bunch of white people about, mm -hmm. like, Starbucks windows being broken and scolding protesters that they weren't protesting for their rights correctly. They're so much more angry about a CVS catching fire than they are about a man being literally suffocated to death by law enforcement in front of a horrified crowd. Yeah, but I mean... Calling a police officer a pig is very, very mean. How can you expect them to not murder you if you're not nice to them? So despite all that whining, a study was released on September 5th that found that 93% of BLM protests were peaceful. Who could have fucking guessed? <laughs> also on September 5th, President Trump banned racial sensitivity training in federal agencies. What? Yep. Did you not hear about that? No. <laughs> yeah. He banned it? He banned it. He claimed it was divisive and um, anti-American propaganda. <laughs> <sighs> Nothing says more about racism in America than the fact that the American president banned racial sensitivity training for being un-American. It's almost as if racism is American as apple fucking pie. A racist pie. Jesus Christ. I mean, we don't have a monopoly, God knows, but. <laughs> oh. 
On September 9th, Bob Woodward published a book containing interviews with President Trump that occurred from December 2019 to this last July. That was this year? That was this fucking year. Because allegedly, President Trump told Bob how deadly coronavirus was before it even hit the United States, and that Trump hid that information to avoid public panic. So, like, we knew the whole time. Or at least <laughs> Bob knew the whole time. So, fuck you, Donald Trump. I just want to let... Fuck you. And also, fuck you, Bob Woodward, you soulless, money-hungry ghoul, only caring about your fucking book sales instead of informing the public how the president was failing them. Fuck you. Arguably, Carrie Fisher's worst husband. I think she was married to him. Or maybe she was married to Dustin Hoffman. I'm just assuming they're the same person. I mean, have you ever seen them in the room together? I ran out of cider a while ago, so I'm just slowly beating myself in the head with this cider bottle. <laughs> that's, you know what, that's, there's nothing more 2020 mm -hmm. than that. On a lighter note, um, at least five boats sank during a September 7th Trump book parade. So, you know. No one was killed. Everybody's fine. Everybody's fine. They're just. But Scheidenfreude. On September 13th, President Trump held his first indoor rally in Nevada. <sighs> this rally did receive some negative feedback, as many said it violated COVID restrictions, which I guess packing thousands of people into a tiny cramped space with no masks could, I don't know, maybe somewhat possibly increase the risk of a deadly respiratory infection. I mean, I'm not a doctor. I mean, you think? I mean. Again, I'm I'm not a doctor. Um, as a side note, um, the the World Health Organization, which is made up of doctors, um, reported the <laughs> reported the next day that they had recorded the world's highest single day increase since the pandemic began at more than three hundred and seven thousand cases. And they were all in Nevada. They were all in Nevada. On September eighteenth, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <sighs> Supreme Court Justice, Trailblazer for Gender Equality, and the woman holding the crumbling foundation of democracy entirely in her tidy hands, passed away at the age of 87. Remember you. Keep going. Do, 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 do. She was the <laughs> second ever woman appointed to the high court. I think Ruth Bader Ginsburg died while we were recording an episode of This Fucking Guy, because I had, like, all my shit turned off for, like, an hour, and I came back, and I had, like, 30 missed text messages. Yeah, I remember having a literal anxiety attack, because, <laughs> like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, because, um, for, for legitimate reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legitimate, <laughs> like, for falling into fascism at an increasingly steady base reasons. On September 23rd, the U.S. death toll from coronavirus passed 200,000. Mm. On that same day, I'm getting a little depressing. <laughs> Just talk really fast. A Kentucky grand jury made a decision in the case of Breonna Taylor. A black woman shot to death while she was asleep in her home when police broke into the wrong apartment. The jury decided to indict only one of the three officers involved and charged him with three counts of wanton endangerment over him shooting into neighboring apartments. Because apartment walls have rights. Black women, not that many rights. But, you know, I just don't get what those Black Lives Matter people are talking about. We know that all lives matter in this country. Need to start bringing a fucking to my recording station because if I ju if I just fucking scream, DJ is going to flip his flip his giblets and come running up here. Honestly, it's amazing that we just haven't been screaming this entire fucking year. That we've been able to form words other than just a long pained scream. But we're going to start off to October right, okay? Okay. A little pick-me-up. Don't don't mislead me. President Trump announced October 2nd that he and the First Lady tested positive for coronavirus. <laughs> you dumb fuck. 
bringing us like the only maybe three to five days of hope we had this year. <laughs> oh, oh, could he? Could he? He was hospitalized for three days at Walter Reed and shot up with so many steroids and probably those like secret serums they gave Captain America. Yeah. Like just so full of drugs. And then was discharged to continue his recovery at the White House, which is he recovered. It is the palest I've ever seen that man. He looked like a white man. <laughs> he looked like a human man. Like a human man. It, you know, the funny thing is, is that when he became that pale and like, I mean, he's always a little sweaty, but like even more sweaty. Um, and looked again, like the most human, like it is by far like the most unappealing I've seen him. The orange is almost like clown-like. And that it's like, it's supposed to be, like, this exaggerated features. And then when you, it's like Marilyn Manson, right? Marilyn Manson's like, he got a white face, and he's got the black eyes, and it's like, he's a look. But then, like, you actually look at the man underneath, and you're like, oh, no, put that back on. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you're just ugly. Um, He looks like Paul Dano's weird-looking cousin. <laughs> he is Paul Dano's weird-looking cousin. Can't prove he's not. <laughs> I haven't seen him in the same room. <laughs> That's how cousins work. They can't be in the same room <laughs> legally. On October 16th, the new Borat movie was released. And that's a weird thing to say about 2020. There was a new Borat film. Oy. But the reason this is relevant, because in that movie, Rudy Giuliani, Horsemouth McGee himself, is even creepier than we knew him to be. Yeah. After a fake interview on a fake news program with Borat's fake 15-year-old daughter, the pair retreat at her suggestion for a drink in the bedroom of a hotel, which of course is rigged with concealed cameras. Rudy then lounges on the bed, begins untucking his clothes, reaches into his pants, and apparently, allegedly, apparently very much so, starts fondling his genitals. Yeah, I watched it. I I sort of am of split opinion, because whatever he was doing was, like, nasty and weird. It does look like he's adjusting his shirt hem a little bit, but, like, also really enjoying adjusting his shirt hem. So, what, ah, mm, mm. Regardless, after thinking about the liability reasons, I'm sure, uh, Borat bursts into the room yelling, She's 15! She's too old for you! <laughs> Uh, as kind of a little fun bit, and this is somebody, uh, somebody who has nieces, um, on November 2nd of this year, the Baby Shark Dance, um, as produced by Ping Fong, surpassed Despacito as the most viewed video on YouTube of all time. Do you not have baby nieces? I have baby nieces. No, I don't. Baby shark, do 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 no, baby I'm shark. <laughs> I'm good. I have one benefit of not having baby nieces. That is it. Don't bring me into your shit. But it's more popular than Despacito, which kind of sucks. Despacito's great. Alexa, play Despacito. De Despacito slaps so hard. So hard. Um, other things that happened in November. Um, on November 7th, Joe Biden became the 46th president of the United States. Elect. Oh, president-elect, whatever. He defeated President Trump, which is what's important. I am not counting my fucking chickens until he's been sworn in. I just want to thank everyone for voting. I know you voted thank because you. of our podcast, and you were reminded, and we appreciate it, because, um, again, I'm very fearful of this continued fall into fascism, and you have at least helped, you've softened it a little. We've pulled the safety pin. Yeah, and I appreciate it. The rest of November, I don't even remember what happened. It was, like, a bunch of arguing with relatives about the efficacy of mail-in ballots and, like, radioactive watermarks. I got the worst turkey that anybody's ever gotten. The worst turkey that's ever existed. And, like, Trump supporters declaring victory for Trump because, like, they're like, well, if you take California out of the equation, he won. And it's like, I guess, I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's still a state. <laughs> Like, if you just take all of these people who voted out of it, then, like, more people voted for Trump than for Biden. I mean, okay. So, now we're on to December, which, honestly... Thank God. I'm, we're still in the month. And I can't really remember anything that's happened this month. Um, Trump is still yelling about that he won the election somehow. Yeah. 
It, it should be noted, we are recording this the night of the 30th, and Ren is going to do her best to get this out uh, on the 31st. On the so if something happens, if something happens between tonight and tomorrow morning, that's your favorite thing that we haven't covered. Sorry. Sorry. I mean, what? I, I don't I know. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going <laughs> to jinx it. I'm not going to jinx the rest of this year. It's only one day, but who knows the damage it can rot. So... In December, we had people continuing to ignore CDC warnings and just do whatever the fuck they want. Because freedom. Yeah. Um, I wanted to remind everybody, the Christmas Shoes song is the worst song ever written. Oh, yeah. I fucking hate that song. And luckily, because of the way this year has been, I didn't have to fucking listen to it on the radio. So, like, that's, that's a gem. Nice. Um, oh, on, on December 11th, uh, an FDA advisory panel recommended the authorization of the coronavirus vaccine. So, like, thank fuck for that. A Hanukkah miracle. Um, we got new stimulus checks uh, that are due out. Um, Did we? Well, 600 bucks, which, you know, will pay half of my mortgage. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Actually, I did check on this. As of today, Mitch McConnell, our favorite lizard-in-chief, um, has effectively killed legislation to have those checks increased to 2000 The reason is because he refused to separate, like, the, the life-giving stimulus that would prevent people from being evicted and dying um, from this other bullshit in the bill, um, which would repeal Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, which prevents, provides legal liability protections for internet platforms, and created a com- would create a commission on voter fraud. What a bunch of bastards. <laughs> and he can just do it. Like he can just apparently he fucking can do it. Um the Netflix show Bridgerton is out. It is very horny. So like you know where I'll be for getting to watch that one too. I <laughs> So that's 2020. Boy, howdy. Yeah, that, that's been a, that's been a fucking year, ain't it? I hope you have a banger of a self-care plan or, in fact, remembered to write one. I did. Thank Christ. So, um, I'm gonna do some self-care tips for a new year. Because, um, a new year's coming up. So, uh, let's, let's, let's. Pra- let's practice some self-care in, in the turning of the seasons. Think critically. Question what you read. Check a fucking source sometimes. It'll be fucking good for you. <laughs> Just because it's on Facebook and like in a fancy format in a meme doesn't mean it's true. Yeah. So. Don't buy into any bullshit, fat phobic, weight loss, New Year's resolutions bullshit. Peace. Yes. That I... It, it's bullshit. It's a bunch of bullshit. Stop fucking doing it. It's gross. Not that you're gross. Oh my god, not that you're gross. You are a wonderful, beautiful person. It's just the this mindset fucking is gross. horrible billion dollar industry like revolving around making women feel entirely shitty about themselves. Fuck them. Also, none of those detox teas work. Just, they don't. No. They will make you poop your pants. Yeah, just don't. Um, also... While I, I encourage everyone to think positive, be a little cynical. 2021 is probably gonna suck too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I love you guys. I love you guys. You guys are great. We love you guys. We love you guys so much. Thank you for st- sticking with us during this hellacious year. Yeah, the year we were going to get the podcast off the ground because so many people would be commuting and our sound quality ooh, would be great. Yeah, ooh, it's been. Oh, but you know, I think we're, we're slowly growing our fan base. We have a fucking amazing Facebook full of memes. Oh, and uh, wanted to give special shout outs to uh, Lauren K and Hannah S who gave us uh, some lovely reviews on iTunes oh, and to uh, new friend, uh, new friend of the podcast, KS, who um, reached out to me on Facebook and seems like a real cool human. Oh my goodness. Thank you 
guys. You guys are so cute. Like, you're the cutest. You. Did you guys? You're fucking cute. Oh, my God. All it is the cutest fan base. We definitely do not have enough listeners to give them we a name. Don't. But, like, you um, know. I'm already leaning towards goblins because I think goblins are adorable. Well, goblins. We'll workshop it. <laughs> you know what? Just because I'm goblin core doesn't mean you can shit all over my hopes and dreams. <laughs> anyway, you know what? I think that's going to be all for us this year folks if you like what you're hearing you should check us out on this fnguypod.com ren is updating it now we'll have art someday <laughs> or on twitter at this fnguypod we are of course sharing all of the memes mm-hmm. on facebook uh and like us sh- subscribe to us share us with all of your friends we are not advertising because that shit is annoying and you don't need to listen to us talk about casper mattresses but that does mean that like the old socks yeah but that does mean that like the only way we have to grow our fan base is to you know do it via word of mouth so if you could help the sister out again we love you and you guys are so cute so like spread the love a little bit we do have a Patreon, which has, like, nothing on it, and that's sort of our fault. But we were asking everybody, <laughs> again, because this is the worst year ever, to donate to, like, your local bail funds or to the ACLU yes. or to, you know, all these really great organizations that have been doing a lot of good work this year. So I would still encourage you to continue that charity. Um, we ought, We do have big plans for the upcoming year to start really pumping out some bonus content. We have been chatting about a YouTube channel, um, but since who knows when we'll be out of quarantine, um, we'll have a lot of planning done. So when we get to it, it's going to be so, so much good. planning done. So just mm. be on the lookout for that. As always, I am Ren Martinez. And I'm Ginger Golub. Here's a bonus self-care tip. Buy nice socks. It doesn't have to be Bomba socks, but nice socks really make a difference. And don't be this fucking guy. Peace. This fucking guy.